0: Comics and games to movies and TV. This is The Nerd Show on 1310 KFKA. Nerd Rage. Nerd Rage. Now here are the nerds. Hello, nerdians. You're listening to The Nerd Show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. I'm here with Scott Maggerflesh, Micah Kilpatrick, and myself, Nick Kenny. Are you sure you're Nick Kenny?
1: You don't really sound like Nick Kenny.
0: I'm not back
2: yet.
1: I I noticed. I was wondering if you might have like had more games this weekend. I didn't think there were games this weekend. You're just still not back. Nope. No games and not back. Okay. But well, you have games this weekend. I do.
0: Yes. And the next weekend. Oh no. I know. Well we're also known as <laughs> Darth, Darth monger Darth Darth
2: monger Darth ambivalus.
0: <laughs> Darth harmonic I could talk a lot more than I was last week though that's good can you I mean, talk about Gen V though
1: no okay but we could do that in the last segment for you again save your voice you can cut out bolt at the end of three and then we'll finish the last segment with Gen V though is it improving um Mm. I, I actually think last week's episode was better than this week's. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, they, you know, but we'll talk about it when you're not here. So, well, and we'll also talk about you when you're not here. I expect I promise less. <laughs> we'll say
2: very
0: nice things about Absolutely.
1: you. Absolutely,
0: mm. boy, that Nick, we sure miss his voice. Well,
1: yeah, we well we do that. It's a little bit off putting. This kind of like. Odd voice. It's a good thing we're not doing this like you having a call in remote because we wouldn't believe it was you. That's fair. You would
0: have suspected I was held captive.
1: Yes. Being held against your will to say things about pop culture that you didn't want to say. Exactly.
0: If
2: you know, if I was sick, I wish that my voice sounded really cool. But it you know, it always sounds low but like raspy low. I wanted to sound like our voice guy. I'm a huge Broncos fan. Like that's why, what I want my voice sound like to sound Yoda? like. <laughs> like that's I, I want my voice to be like low and like gravelly whenever Yoda I'm as sick. It
0: was Optimus Prime. It kind of was.
2: <laughs> I was trying to do our voice guy David oh, Lee. We know yeah. who you're trying to do.
0: You're the best part of that moment for me was you taking the time for your face to get ready and warmed up and that's
2: what came out it was That's that's uh, I was I was doing my best. I can't go that low. I I don't without it's like the extra preparation. I don't
0: know if I could go that low.
1: I I don't know either. <laughs> was, if How I low, go any I lower I'll hurt my myself. Week. How low can you go? Oh yeah. I can only do that because of. Because of so. Oh yeah, the Kool-Aid Man <laughs> <laughs> or
0: Yellow. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! Oh yeah, it's, it's, that was an unexpected <laughs> chuckle there. Needed <laughs> that. Well, um, some, uh, things are picking up yeah. in the nerd world. Uh, Micah did let us know that the latest season of upload came out or at least a, an
1: episode or two. Yeah. I got to get back into that. I enjoyed the first two seasons.
0: Me too. I had to watch um, some recap episodes. Uh, it just, was two
1: seasons, right? Or was it just one? Two. It was two seasons. Yeah. Cause I the, liked the first season a lot. And then the second season wasn't quite as good as the first, but I really did like the first one. I thought it was a really interesting twist on that.
2: Yeah. It, well, it's because the overall premise is really dumb Um. Well, not the overall the the conspiracy side. Yeah, of the it conspiracy side of it really is is really stupid. Bit, yeah, but like the idea of dying and then being uploaded to essentially a cloud world where you live forever. You know, you you're still you, but you're. Living your, your life in yeah, your consciousness is living in a hotel somewhere where all your needs and desires are met and you're interac- interacting with other people and making new friends. And that, that's kind of an interesting premise. It was but the weird thing about the show was it the way the show worked did not one earn the right to have that little subplot where the evil corporation is doing evil stuff, it just didn't
1: match the overall tone. You know, I, I'm i going to disagree with you because I think that the premise was actually pretty brilliant that you, you kind of get to like this character. You get to like this guy that you feel like was murdered. And, you know, all these things were done where – He didn't deserve them. And then you find out that he actually did because he literally stabbed his business partner in the back to try and sell off their, you know, that their technology. And so I think that that was a really great add to that. And then you take his girlfriend who I was sure from the moment I saw her that she was fake, that she was in it to try and manipulate him or do something else. But you learn through those that she truly loves this guy, and he doesn't really share the same feelings for her. It was more like this fantasy relationship that they had, and he was getting to play in this world where, in reality, she was head over heels for him, and he just didn't even vision that she was she felt like that for him. So I just, I thought that was a really interesting way. They kind of weave those elements in together.
2: Those elements I don't have a problem with. The, I don't like the whole overarching. We're going the the part where they're going to go out, out and take do take on the corporation with their little. Um, oh, I see. Mini rebel hippie group. Did, that, did you, that part's really dumb. And so it's, have you seen Star
0: Wars? <laughs> have you seen Lord of the Rings?
1: <laughs> yeah, but like it's, it doesn't
2: it it just doesn't really match. Something's a little off. And if you if you look at the the tone and the way things are shot and the way the actors are it's it's a quirky show that the quirk just doesn't really match some of the plot points. But that's what I was trying to say. Like you you have the quirkiness of the show and then suddenly you have this This huge, the corporation evil thing. And it it just doesn't feel like it belongs
1: in that show. So are you saying that because it's a little quirky, it can't have a serious subplot to try and navigate through?
2: Yes and no. It's just a little too... It's just a little weird. It's, It's like trying to... Do you remember in the 90s when they would try to tackle an issue like once a season, one show would have a completely serious episode of uh, – like Home Improvement would have that one serious episode where they tried to tackle an issue. It's, it's like that. Those little awkward moments in a show where you're like, eh, this is not like every other episode. It, it just doesn't fit that's kind of how i i feel i'm 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 saying home improvement because home improvement did not do that well if it was there were other sitcoms that were able to do that they were able to go just a little tangent and handle some things well but home improvement i never liked liked it when they tried to handle something serious
1: okay am i, mean, I going well, way tangent here no we are but that's okay we're talking about something pop culture that's coming up and I was, gonna...
2: overall i like the show i like the the funny aspects of the show it's it's quirky but when they get into the the overall conspiracy not conspiracy but the i don't know the i just i just have a really problem a really big problem with that the what you mentioned him uh stabbing his partner in the back and him not really loving His girlfriend, him, you know, suddenly, them uh, suddenly finding out who he really is. That was interesting. But it's, I don't know, just certain parts of the show just didn't seem to feel, didn't seem to fit right. Not with the feel of the show. But maybe that's just me.
1: I think Micah's feeling like Angel is a little too angelic in this show and she shouldn't be so altruistic, maybe.
0: Maybe. I think it fits with. Well, it was what was that show I, or movie I loved um, with Ryan Reynolds? Free guy. Free guy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. That was a quirky, silly yeah sh- movie until he got into the two hipsters taking on a big corporation of d bags. Yeah, that, that I think it's this is kind of the same thing, and I like that yeah, twist yeah. of they added more on because otherwise it was just a another sitcom with the twist of you're uploaded when you die and. Um, I, I like that element of, well, there's a lot more there than, than meets the eye of the stories, and to your point, Scott, I thought she was just obnoxiously fake, and then all these things are kind of interconnected and intertwined, and memories and stuff erased or wiped, and uh, I don't know, I think it, it, it adds some excitement more than they could have ended at season one or season two, uh, well, probably not season two, because that would have teed up season three that yeah. we have now. Um, of just being a kind of like I have never watched a show, but like a good place you mm-hmm. know, of just kind of a quirky yeah. afterlife type of show with some wit, some humor. Um, I like. I'm 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 excited. After I watched the recap, I started watching the first episode of season three. Said so I don't remember much about the show, so I had to rewatch. Yeah, and I yeah. Like, dang, I kind of want to rewatch the seasons yeah. because I this was this had a lot happening in just mm-hmm. two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't. I don't. I I had the same problem too. I had to stop it because I forgot where we were, and I don't know if they saved the day and stopped the evil corporation from doing evil, or if he remembers what he was doing. And I I forgot the the whole download aspect. Yeah. So I'm I have to go on the internet's. I've I either have to watch every episode or I have to go back down on the internet's go to YouTube and find a recap where some super nerd who is smarter than me has picked up a bunch or has no life has picked up a bunch (laughs) of stuff that I haven't seen and been like okay here's all this stuff that's happened and spits it right back out at me
1: and we know that there are lots of sites that do that for us that there are and we're thankful for those
0: I am well stay tuned for more of the nerd shows we get into loki that latest episode plus some more nerdy talk when we come back after this break stay tuned Welcome back to The Nerd Show, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, here in Midtown Greenlee in the Aloe Fiber Studios.
1: We were just discussing upload. You know, if I can, since you just mentioned Aloe Fiber Studios, I am aware of something that Aloe is doing, which I think is really cool. So, any of you I'll out there. I'll allow you to. You'll allow me to do this? Yeah, I'll allow you to say it. Yeah. But they actually have a program, and it's called Community Connect, where they actually provide free. Internet service for nonprofits in the Greeley area. And they just launched their website with the applications, I think, last week. So if you are a part of a nonprofit or you know somebody that's a part of a nonprofit, you could actually go on there and apply to be a part of this amazing program. I think as of right now, they've identified that they're going to support 25 wow. nonprofits with free internet for one, two, or three years and then provide opportunities for people to reapply after their tenure is up. So kind of a cool thing. That's pretty dang cool. And I figured since I sponsor our studio, it was kind of nice to recognize that. But
0: Allo's a good company.
1: They are.
2: And you can sign up through their website, allocommunications.com. Yes. And you basically um, go to the I just the, Google the services. It. Yeah. The services
1: yeah. or and then it's a, a link under there called community connection. So yep, yeah. cool. Nice job.
2: I, I like what they're doing. They're a great company, and uh, they're all over Greeley. And um, my place doesn't have their uh, fiber just yet, but yet. hopefully in the future.
1: Yeah, it is supposed to be to all residents within the Greeley city limits. So, and say, in I'm the still future, waiting. the world, the world, or maybe Evans. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well, Loki. Yeah. Episode three dropped last week. All right, so I want to know first and foremost: Were you surprised that we got He Who Remains? That we got Jonathan Majors? Um, I don't know if that's He Who Remains.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's at least Kang. Well, Kang. It I could mean, our variant are
1: you... of He Who Remains? Yeah, it could be. But I mean, uh, with all the stuff that happened, I wasn't sure because oh. I mean we'd gotten so far into the series. And we hadn't seen any, you know, we heard references of him, but we'd never seen him. I wasn't sure if they were going to recast him, and they didn't, so well, I Well, he was, was a in one surprised. of the trailers. Sure, but think about it. We're dealing with variants. We have Sylvie, who's a Loki variant. It would be completely within the realm of possibility for them to say that some element within the TVA had caused, you know, the Sacred Timeline to branch into multiple versions and where they were at. You had a slightly different variation of um, what is Victor Timely? Victor Timely, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think that they could have done that. They didn't. And so I was a little bit surprised by that. It was –
0: I was a little shocked to see him. I was also really –
1: Bored. Yeah. His performance was unusual. And I didn't – like it. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're trying to play at there. It's almost as if they're trying to play up like a speech impediment or a learning disability or whatever else to make him something exceptional. So, yeah, I didn't quite understand that. And even the opening sequence when he, they're all talking about the time loom and, you know, and everything else. Um, Just the way that he kind of played that whole element, and obviously he's been directed to do it that way, just didn't match, you know, he was supposed to be like this huckster and things like that. And there was nothing about his performance. that made me think that, and it was a little bit odd.
0: I'm really enjoying having Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson back on the screen together. They're just so much fun. And historically speaking, they were wildly accurate with uh, um, just the events in 1893 yeah. in Chicago for the world fair uh, and even Cracker Jack was introduced to the world yeah. that uh, that year at the World Fair in Chicago. And I just small things like that were just comical how they worked it in. Like, yeah. wait, you're going after, you know, a um, uh, Red Slayer, but you had time to go get some Cracker Jack. <laughs> what are you using to pay with this? You yeah. Know? Uh, but those it was like I'm just liking their chemistry. I'm having a hard time. You know, the first two episodes are really, you know, okay, this is setting the stage for something huge. Maybe they're going to start um, connecting a lot of dots in this loop that we have. Uh, um, But this temporal loom thing, which the, the survival of the TVA, no one knew who Ouroboros was, and now all of a sudden he's this hero that everyone knows about or needs to know about. I just am having a hard time wrapping around of, Wait a minute, OB comes out of nowhere, and it just over the top, love the performance week in and week out. But just like, well, now everything's riding on this temporal loom, which no one apparently knew existed until two episodes ago where one person was manning this for
1: hundreds of years. Well, and I'll actually – I'll take the opposite. I'll take the counterpoint to you because I think it actually makes sense if you think about – the last time that Mobius had seen him was 450 years prior. You think about the things that we forget and the things that can pass just because you get used to them. I mean, we think about those. And so I kind of think that until things really went sideways, he was just a guy that kept things going and nobody even thought about him. So I, I feel like that fits pretty well. Uh, I'm still having a hard time with Sylvie. I'm still not quite understanding why she went from being... I'm going to kill he who remains to now I want to work at a McDonald's for the rest of my life. I just – I'm that part of her character I'm struggling with a little bit. And Well, what you don't realize is McDonald's paid a lot of money to change her character. <laughs> well, they may have and well, you know, good on them. But just – I noticed they didn't
2: mention chicken nuggets in the last no, episode, they, oh, which they didn't, I, think, yeah. I think is a breach of contract.
1: It could be because they definitely mentioned in the episode before. My favorite part of this episode – was Miss Minutes.
0: She was, uh, I don't know who the actress is who voices her, but she's fantastic, and she got a little creepy.
1: I. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I think that element of, you know, why didn't you give me a body? And that element of almost this jealousy and this insanity that is coming out of Miss Minutes in the, like, in the very end is kind of a little bit odd. Tara
0: Strong is the one who voices her. I love yeah. that southern twang, but... Yeah. You 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 wonder who's really controlling everything? Oh you know, yeah. We're in this time loop type of thing, this temporal loom, and he who remains, you know, is is this a point where he sent Renslayer back in time to give? Because in the fair, it was not the sacred timeline. No, it was a. Um, Uh, A branch. A branched timeline. But when they went back in 1863 or whatever to drop off the TVA handbook, that was the sacred timeline. So, you know, the the Victor Timely might not be he who remains, uh, at least as a variant, because he who remains was from the sacred timeline. And is he just creating this loop of, well, he died in the sacred timeline. Now he's set the stages to go yeah. back. So then this can just be, a we're going to create these over variants and over yeah. and over again to where mm-hmm. he's never
1: dead. I think that, or that he's trying to set up, how do I maintain, you know, life and go back and recreate myself. And I think that's where we're going to get into all the different variants. I think that there's going to be aspects where he's going to try and go back. And like, you know, the book got dropped into the window. And so obviously he did not have that book. In the sacred timeline. And I think that becomes that that nexus event that makes that now a branch of that timeline. And that's why we're dealing with what we're dealing with here. So it's almost like, okay, we're now we're going off on this. But, you know, we also saw that they were also trying to prune all the branches. And so would Renslayer and Loki and Mobius and all of them get pruned if that continues? And how does Miss Minutes help them get back within the sacred timeline if he's not a part of it?
0: Well, then we got, you know, Loki kind of being called out of, you're just, you're evil. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're evil. Mm -hmm. You're no better than he who remains or anyone from the TVA that's been pruned or story uh, timelines. I don't know. This is so complicated (laughs) to track of. Um, Does that strike a chord with Loki? Will he end up being a bad guy in some sense? Because in this series, he doesn't appear to be the bad guy. He's not the Loki no. we remember as far as the, the god of mischief, and Owen Wilson did, uh, or Mobius did call him that yeah. uh, during this episode. Mm-hmm. And he was getting a kind of dark. He vaporized that guy. Uh, no,
1: he didn't vaporize him. He just he just moved him outside. Oh, did he just move him outside? Yeah, because if you remember, as they leave that building, he's in the little cage. Wow. And he's like, get back here, <laughs> you know, so it's not like he's killing people That's like fair. he once could. And and has yeah i sure. i don't know i don't know i think we could scratch a little bit deeper into yeah. this
0: let's do come it come back from this break stay tuned more of the nerd show when we come back Welcome back to the nerd show. Scott, Mike, and I are just getting nerdy. Getting nerdy getting with
1: nerdy.
0: it. Have been getting nerdy. Yep. Get nerdy with it.
1: Doot 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 doot.
0: Well, we're talking <laughs> uh Loki. We're halfway through the series now. Season. Not yes. series. Could be the series, we don't know. Um Yeah, I don't think they'll do a season three. I hmm. This TVA handbook thing yep. written by Ouroboros, do you suspect since he who remains in the sacred timeline, the TVA kind of, I mean, is there because of him, was there some sort of partnership with Ouroboros over the years? If Ouroboros wrote, which I, if I watched some video means a, a endless loop. Or Boris does. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, so I think he's going to play a major character or a larger character toward the end of the season and what that means for the TVA. But if he wrote all this about the temporal loom, he must have known He Who Remains
1: or worked with him. I, him oh, yeah. It. I... Or was directed. I think there's an element of, okay, this is your job. And now that we have started messing with time, it has started to create these branches. And I go back to, you know, the whole, you know, Avengers, you know, endgame where, you know, we see um, the Doctor Strange's boss. I can't remember her name now. I'm, I'm You know, but oh, the ancient one, yeah, the ancient one, and how she starts talking about, you know, that if if you change this event, then your timeline goes off here, but everybody else's goes back. And so, I think that there's this element where at some point in time, he figured this out, and based on the logic that, that we're playing with, that then he started going back in time to try and twist and manipulate and change and do things that started to create these deviations. So now you needed a temporal loom to start to stitch together or to prune off these branches that needed to get pruned, so to speak. And now you create the TVA to do that work, and you tell them that this is essential and that these variants are dangerous and horrible and we've got to stop them, when in reality he is the first variant. I think that's what we're really going to find out, is that he who remains becomes the very first variant, and he has been able to huckster his way into everyone believing that they're doing this for all the right reasons and that it's you know it's meaningful because of all these elements but at the end of the day he's the one who's created this he created all of this chaos and madness and ouroboros was brought in to try and contain the madness through the temporal loom but without the understanding of why it actually happened do you think and he that? created it. We saw that, you know, and we see that, mm-hmm. you know, the temporal aura was only available to the one who created it. And that's the, he who remains. And so he's the originator. And then Ouroboros is kind of like the, you know, genius engineer that comes in and figures out how to write the manual for the thing to keep it all running.
0: Huh? There's uh, just the Ouroboros is a circular symbol depicting a snake swallowing its tail as an emblem of wholeness or infinity. Yep. Um, I'm wondering with the, the whole Ob meeting Mobius 400 years ago. I mean, it doesn't seem like Mobius has been around for 400 years. You know, appears like he's out of the 60s. You know, um, do you think that that time adds up as it resets itself? Like, you know, I he's think not so. From the 15 or 1600s, he's from. Yeah, he may have whatever, been, but yeah.
1: has lived all these lifetimes in this loop. Mm-hmm. Very well could be, because we saw in you know, this week 's episode about how that we got energy from time, and that was part of what the temporal loom, what you know Victor Timely was trying to sell initially that it actually had the ability to harness energy, and he's talking about we can you know, we can power the planet with this, and so he definitely sees it as a gigantic you know energy, essentially a generator, but it's siphoning off energy based on the time that's flowing through it. The time that he's wiping out through it. Yeah. Well, because it's gotten out of control. I, I actually feel like that there's an element of you needed those branches for things to continue to add energy to it, but then it started getting out of control. That's where the TVA comes into play, and they start pruning things that become too out of control. And now it's, you know, we've lost all control, and so now it's horrible. And, you know, he who remains is the one who... Went back and started all of this, so I feel like that that almost going back to the, you know, to the original, the origin, the time stone, and all that other kind of stuff. It's like, you know, the time stone is a part of that, and he figured out how to do it one better, and say, here's how you create all these time jumps, and then it created problems, because you know we just talk about that. Like if you were to go back in time and we could get into a whole existential conversation about is time travel possible? I would say absolutely not because there are so many elements and aspects of you know our history that somebody would have gone back and tried to correct or do whatever else and we can't because it just the logic in it doesn't make sense. And I'm sure somebody out there who's got bigger brains than <laughs> I do would say, "Oh, here's all the reasons that that's positive." And so
0: I th- I I'm having a hard time, you know, are getting into this whole TVA trying to track down Sylvie who's now trying to track down Renslayer but Renslayer is one of them so how do people all get on board with taking on Renslayer plus you have these judge like folks who are you know flaying off branches like you're filleting. or I don't know I just have a fillet in mind I'm hungry Um, but who's in charge it seems like no one's in charge these just agents are kind of watching chaos Mm -hmm. ensue Ouroboros comes down and is meant to save the day you have these two, well, one rogue TVA agent with Mobius who, you know, is working with the most wanted uh, of the TVA a season ago. Well, what's happening in the outside world of the TVA? Are these people just living their life in this sacred timeline? You know, these taxis, this mail delivery <laughs> service, are there pizza delivery drivers in this world? I having a hard time like because they're really expanding some of the storyline there's a lot of questions about the tva i'm kind of curious well what about mobius's story i'm starting to really like why does he like pies so much yeah um what what did he get taken away from? Mm-hmm. We know what
1: Sylvie got taken away from, yep. and, and why Nanda. does he like
2: jet skis?
1: Well, I think he sold jet skis. <laughs> it's actually a watercraft. It's a personal watercraft because we all know that jet ski just like you know Q tips is a is a brand. It's not a product. So
0: that yeah, was funny. Uh, <laughs> but I I I don't know. It's going to be difficult to wrap up and make sense of what they've introduced. Both last season and this season, I do think it's (coughs) excuse me the most fascinating Marvel show we have right now or have had in a while. But it's not nothing. Nothing's getting more clear every week ever after every episode. Not that I'm expecting it to all the clouds go away and we have sun shining on a perfect story and, and it all makes sense. I don't think it's going to even when the season's over. But I don't. I feel like we're just branching off in so many directions, and, and I think they need to prune some of this story. They might.
1: I I would like yeah. us to get to a, a clear finish and understanding. I
0: well, we have Renslayers taken back in time to be with He Who Remains, his dead yeah. body. Yeah. What happens there? Where's Miss Minutes now?
1: Well, Miss Minutes is no a part of that. And it seems odd, because if you remember in the very first episode, Loki ends up essentially in that time, but Mm -hmm. in the TVA, and Sylvie's like, there you are, and Loki gets, you know, he gets time-sticked, and so then he's gone, and that's how he got pulled out of that. So just don't quite know and understand where this is all going, and I'm still on board to watch and see where we go. I just hope that we don't get to the end of it and we're like, wait, what? It is strange
0: (laughs) and unusual.
1: Yes, that's a good Victor Timely right there. Thank you. I've been practicing for the last eight seconds.
0: Nice. (laughs) Stay tuned for the Nerd Show. Scott and Michael will discuss Gen V and uh, I'll be back again next week for more Loki upload, whatever else we have, Nerdy, but stay tuned. Gen V coming up.
1: Welcome back to this final Nicholas segment of the Nerd Show. Coming to you from Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Well, I don't have any nickels. I know we don't don't, have 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 a Nick. We don't have a Nick. So we are without Nick. Nick has not watched Gen V. I'm not sure that I blame him, but yeah. So we're going to talk about it without him.
2: Yeah, this episode was kind of uh, meh again.
1: I agree. I was it was interesting to get deeper into some of the the story arcs of a lot of these individuals which may or may not have been necessary. I think Kate's all them, story
2: All of them were pretty much unnecessary except for like one.
1: Yeah. Kate's and Jordan's I think were the only ones that were which, really which one were they? So Kate is the one that was able to wipe people's memories. Okay, yeah. And Jordan is the one that can swap genders. Oh, and okay, was right. was uh, Brinks teacher's assistant when um, Maggie shows up.
2: Right. Okay. I get their names mixed or, up because I Maria? don't. Yeah. I get their names mixed up because yeah. I don't care about them.
1: Yeah. So that was that was the element that you know we kind of needed to see, but it didn't really add a ton to it. I thought, you know, the interaction between, you know, Andre and Kate and knowing that they had slept together before didn't matter, didn't matter, but it, it added that little complexity where whatever's going on, I just, there's so many elements in this that I, I struggle with and I, I have a, I have a challenge with, and I'm, you know, we all knew that Shetty was the was the evil one behind the scenes had been manipulating everybody since episode one. And last week's episode was decent because we actually found out that it was Kate that was doing a lot of the manipulating, not somebody else. Um, We didn't know to what level. And we find that out this week. I think the one part where they were using Sam to try and make Luke stronger was A little bit of an interesting element in that regard. And, you know, Shetty trying to figure out how to get rid of all soups by trying to weaponize the virus that the other doctors creating. That was not surprising. Saw that coming.
2: Now, is is she um, doing this on her own or does she have orders from somebody?
1: I believe she has orders from somebody, because if you remember earlier in the episode, she said we need to report this to. You know, we need to report this to headquarters, you know, to Vought. And he said, no, 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 no. We've still got other or he said we need to report it to Vot," And she said, no, we still have more work to do. So I think that there's at least an element of expectation that it's going to be that Vot's aware of what's going on in the woods.
2: I'm I'm my question is. So Vought probably wants a failsafe yeah. just in case the soups are going after everybody just detonate a virus in the atmosphere yep. that takes out everybody with with Gen V, I think she wants to – this is just my theory. She wants to kill them and kill them now
1: Yeah, because isn't she just a human? She, I believe she is. That is accurate and she does not have any soup powers. Um, so I think that my guess is that
2: it's going to be her trying to kill all the soups. And they're going to end up stopping her.
1: Right. There's going to be. Some, and, of course, they're going to save the kids and they will save all the soups that are at, you know, God, you and all the other things.
2: And then they'll, they'll all fall in love with each other and happy ending and probably have a season two, hopefully yeah. not.
1: Yeah, that I hope doesn't happen. The other thing that really bothered me about this episode was, I said last week it was kind of interesting to see that we were going to see Soldier Boy in this episode. Oh, God. Oh, that really I, pissed me off. I hated the way that they did that. That was just the dumbest thing ever. A figment of, what's of Kate's her imagination. Yeah. He, and,
2: was, he was her fantasy. Yes. And, and he's just there to exposit.
1: Yeah. And just that was that bothered me because i felt like that was being done from a gratuitous standpoint for the sake of gratuity
2: yeah it that, was he was yeah. just he was just there to kind of act like the character and say some things and be controversial and yeah. uh, like you, you should should have just written him into the story somehow yeah. like it don't don't have him if he's not going to if it's not going to be meaningful yeah. like throwing a, a skeleton that jumps out and um out of a tree and says here's some stuff. Woo. Yeah. It really was a meaningless moment. You, the actor did a fine job yeah. but really it was it was upsetting. Mm-hmm. I w- got mad because I think at that point I I almost turned it off.
1: Yeah. I was like are you kidding me? What are we doing with this? And then you know, I thought the best element of the episode was when they all come back they've all, they've all woken up blah 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 whatever and then emma and sam show up and sam's like you and he knows who kate is and is going after her and so for me that was like the first real element of angst and anger and frustration that a character needed to have appropriately against another one of these characters so far and yeah. i
2: but i, I... I don't know. I have no attachment to that character
1: because other than the whole puppet thing. Yeah. That one I'm not sure about either, especially in, and then they do a sex scene with him and Emma that. Yeah.
2: Just, like it, it, it you know, takes whatever. the, the funny puppet thing that they did in the prior episode and just is like, okay, we, we already got that. Yeah. We, we got that joke. That's.
1: Well, and there's something to do with his psyche that he, you know, there's some element when he either gets really worked up or he gets really focused or whatever else. That's how he sees other people. But again, we're we're being asked to guess at what that means and what that really looks like. And maybe somebody else who's got way more insight in some of this than we do can explain it to us. But I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's almost as if he's trying to go to a different place to ignore what's going on. And in that moment, that wouldn't have been the case. So.
2: The only good part of the episode that I can think of was when they were going through all the memories and they got to Jordan's memory. Jordan's memory about what happened in the office. Not when uh, Golden Boy kills the dean. But when Golden Boy was going to kill the dean the first time and Jordan stops him and Jordan becomes the T.A. That's my favorite part of the episode. That's really the only good part of the episode. And that's because she finally figures out like, oh, I became the T.A. but I should have stopped him. She realized she made the wrong decision. Yeah,
1: well, and I like the fact that they were literally her, you know, female presenting persona was talking to her male presenting persona and saying, this is all our fault. We could have stopped this. And so I thought that was um, pretty interesting the way that that happened. So,
2: Yeah, it, other, other than that, not, not a good episode. Not a good – really disappointing. Like it really – Really disappointing. They've taken a, a really great show and brought out my worst fears of what I thought it was going to be when I saw the trailer. It, it just feels like uh, a young adult drama with some blood and nudity.
1: Yeah, it's a little too gratuitous and they're just doing elements that don't necessarily need to be there. We're on Amazon
2: so we can put sex and blood and stuff in there.
1: Woo! Yeah, and it was, and even the, you know, the the sex scene that they're supposed to be doing with Emma and Sam, I just thought was really not well done, number one. And then number two, it's like, okay, now they're in a really wonderful poised post-coital situation and he's got his jeans on again it's (laughs) it's oh sorry i just i think it's stupid i forgot
2: one more thing oh yes you've got sex hair
1: oh yeah the line you've got sex hair that was good that that was funny that That was that made me laugh yep that was a really good one yeah you're absolutely right
2: but other than those two lines nothing redeemable comes from the episode agreed And we kind of end on silence. Yeah, we got to end on
1: that. I don't really know. I'm still, I'm not sure I can overly recommend this to anybody. And I'm just, I feel like at this point in time, I just have to finish it out. It just got to get through it to get through it. And then we'll see what happens. But
2: yeah, if, if you like the, the regular show, but you don't want to waste your time, maybe go on the internet or listen to us complain about it. And every night we'll, we'll point out whatever Easter egg needs to be pointed out. Yeah, and, uh, Don't waste your time. Not Nerd Show approved at this time. <laughs> I would agree with that. Maybe yeah. next week. Maybe next
1: week, hopefully. Maybe next week. Well, that's kind of where we're going to end this week. Hopefully next week we'll have a little bit higher note to finish on, but you'll just have to come back then. And in the meantime, Nerdians, you stay nerdy.